0: Let me be the first to say, forget what Clark said this morning about the Kansas City Chiefs. We're going all the way. Amen? Two of my teams are already out. I need a team to win it all, and I'll be behind them all the way. So we're rooting all the way for the Kansas City Chiefs uh, this morning. you have your Bibles, turn over to Mark chapter 10. No slides today. I want us to listen. I want you to engage the, 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 the story with me. Um, we've been talking about community. And over the next several weeks, we will continue to talk about what does it mean to live in community, to love each other, to care for each other. Um, We're we're thinking about um, small groups, the reach groups, and adding more so that everybody can find their place within this church to have family, to function as family. And I think this story kind of Sets the the, uh, the stage. It's, it's the ground level for this. Mark chapter 10. And beginning in verse 46. Then they came to Jericho. As Jesus and his disciples. Together with a large crowd. Were leaving the city. A blind man. Bartimaeus. That is the son of Timaeus. Was sitting by the roadside begging. And when he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to shout, Jesus, Son of David, have mercy on me. Many rebuked him and told him to be quiet. But he shouted all the more, Son of David, have mercy on me. And Jesus stopped. And he said, call him. So they called to the blind man, cheer up on your feet, he's calling you. And throwing his cloak aside, he jumped to his feet, and he came to Jesus. What do you want me to do for you, Jesus asked him. And the blind man said, Rabbi, I want to see. Go, said Jesus. Your faith has healed you. And immediately he received his sight and followed Jesus along the road. Now, let's get some of the, uh, the, the facts of this story and then see if we can't make application. Have this guy named Bartimaeus. Now, the fact that he has a name signifies some level of significance. Right? We've got all these stories in the Gospels where it's the woman at the well, or the woman with the issue of bleeding, or the blind man. But this particular character has a name. More than that, it tells us the name of his father, right? So, Bartimaeus is the son of Timaeus. Bar means son, son of. Well, it's interesting that in the Aramaic, Bartimaeus means defiled, abandoned. But in the Greek, Bartimaeus means honored. So what you have in this one particular character is a man who lives as one of honor, but who's been defiled. Now, the fact that he has a name signifies something about the family. The family must have some kind of prestige within community. Were they in government? Did they have money? Did they have land? Maybe a combination of all of that. But Bartimaeus... All along his entire life, believed that he was going to be somebody. But Bartimaeus, to this day in our story, sits by the roadside. And he's begging. And he can't see. But he hears noise. Jesus is coming by. How he recognized him. I don't know exactly what happened. But he starts shouting. He realizes that this day, although it started out like every other day, this day is different from the days that came before. And realizing this was different, he begins to shout out, Son of David, have mercy on me. Son of David, have mercy on me. To the point where people start saying, shh, stop that. Hush. You're causing a a ruckus. You're causing a scene. Let's Let's just hold it down. But he won't. And Jesus stops. Calls him. What do you want? Question. Not. Was it for Jesus? It was for this man. I want to see. He says. Go. Your faith has healed you. I want you to think of this story with me. That morning. Just on the outskirts of Jericho. Was probably like any other. Morning of that time of year. Probably cold, cool, breezy. People were scurrying to get to town, to get to the marketplace, to do whatever they were going to do. And here comes Bartimaeus. Doing the same thing he had done day after day after day. The story doesn't tell us, but I would have to assume that he had friends who would help him get to his spot on the side of the road each day so that he could beg. And there sits Bartimaeus. Bartimaeus couldn't see, but he probably could hear very well, right? When you, have, when you lose the ability of one sense, another sense seems to, to increase exponentially. And I'm sure he heard the words as he sat on the roadside. Oh yeah, that's, that's old Bartimaeus. He's blind. and He was supposed to be somebody. but you know, His family, you know, that's old, that's old Timaeus' boy right there. He's just a beggar. There's not much hope for him. And probably worse than not being able to see was the understanding that he would not be what he always thought he would be. this day was different see the text tells us that he had something right you look at your text you will see that the text tells us that he had in in the language of the bible a cloak i call it the coat it's already hot enough in here but i'm going to do it for your benefit okay i'm willing to sacrifice for the team he had his cloak and he wore that every day. It's interesting, by the way, that when Jesus calls, he does take his cloak off. But he had this that he wore. Kept him, kept him comfortable. Bartimaeus, are you going to do something different today? Are you? No, get, give me my cloak. I'm going to go out. Well, it's cold outside today. That's okay. I've got my cloak. It, it, it will keep me comfortable. It gives me a little bit of comfort. But Bartimaeus, you're still blind. It's okay. I got my cloak. The cloak is representative, is is a representation of his identity, who he believed he was. He has his cloak on every day. But he's struggling. Probably doesn't feel like there's much hope for him going through the same routine challenges. i got my cloak. At least it kind of protects me. At least it keeps me comfortable. I have my my cloak. I don't necessarily need to do anything different. I don't need to change anything. I just sit by the roadside in my cloak. Now, the text doesn't say... Um, This, but it says he begs. Not only did he have a coat. He had his cup. That was his life. All the one that was going to be somebody is now on the roadside. He can't see, has no hope, wears his cloak every day. And now he has to ask for people. "Would, Would you put something in my cup? Put something in there. See, what he was asking for was not healing. Would you put healing in my cup? No, would you put something in here that will at least just keep me going for this day? Could you put enough in my cup so that I will at least be able to buy something in this world, probably food, so that I could turn around tomorrow with my cloak And with my cup and come back to this same spot. Could you just, would you just put something in here? I think we know what this may feel like. In life. My younger sister goes around. And um, she works with a lot of groups of people that are struggling with alcohol. And she travels. Matter of fact, she told me last week she will be, believe not too far from here. I'm talking to an entire church on a weekend deal about challenges in life. Because, about for about eight years, she struggled. She struggled with alcoholism. And her husband and her children tried to help. And we did family interventions. I don't know if you've ever done a family intervention with this. But they tend to lash out at you. Hey, look, there's hope. Jesus is coming by. You can we, you can change this. And she would say, get out of my face. If you got something? Can you just put something in my cup? I'm I'm, I'm comfortable. I don't, I don't need to change. And she lived isolated. Eight years. See, the world will say, look, don't, don't get uncomfortable here. You don't need to get uncomfortable. This is your life. This is your lot in life. This is all that you can expect in life. Come on, be realistic. Be pragmatic. Look around you. Don't you see all these other people who are really just like you? Who, who do you think you are? Just get comfortable. Beg a little bit. The world will say, yeah, let's put some alcohol in there. Put something that will just get you through the day. Do something that will make your pain go away. See, that's what you really want. That's what the coat and the cup is all about. Somehow just... Just alleviate my pain for the for the day. Anything, sir. But you wake up the next morning. Right back. It's right back. The pain is still there. And Bartimaeus hears that Jesus is coming. And, and the day that he thought would be like all the others turned out to be different. Now, now, notice what he does when Jesus calls his name. Yeah, come on over here. Bartimaeus, come on over here. He jumps to his feet and the first thing he does... As he removes his cloak. Significant. I take off my identity. I take off who I really believe that I am. I take off my life and my lifestyle. And I take off this mentality of just being comfortable in the coat and having somebody put something in. Jesus is coming by. Now notice. Jesus Was passing by. He wasn't coming to Bartimaeus, he's passing by. Bartimaeus has to make some decisions. Do I stay here on the roadside and continue to ask for people to put things in my cup? Or do I take a chance? Knowing that this might be my only chance, Jesus is passing by. It's this moment. And he takes advantage of it. He takes off his cloak. He puts down his cup. His identity has changed. So about three years ago, one Sunday morning, same type of Sunday morning, my sister gets up and says, that's it. I can't have any more... Not knowing what day it is. Not knowing what month it is sometime. Today's the day. And so that Sunday morning, watch this. That Sunday morning when the invitation song was sung. In a small church out in Louisiana. She walks the aisle. And the preacher, who is her husband... Takes the response. He's a preacher's wife, and the fear always was, well, what, what, "What will happen to us if I? What will we do? What if? What if we lose the, our job? What they kick us out of town? What, what? What? I don't know." She walked the aisle that day. She heard Jesus somehow that day was coming by, and she said, "That's it." And she took off her cloak and she set down her cup. Said, I'm no longer going to live like this. And about three rows of people surrounded her. And there were three rows of people who whose eyes were this wide. Oh my. It's the preacher's wife, right? She's somebody. And about three or four people got up and left but they noticed that they were leaving. They had tears in their eyes when they heard the confession that morning. Well, what's going to happen to us? I don't care. i got to go. And this church, who had never experienced anything like this, it's, it's a church, great people, but they really don't share life. They, they've they been told by the church that they have got your company, put put your mask on Just pretend everything's okay don't don't open up smile that day she also put that cup down and this church said oh it breaks our heart they wrapped their arms around her and loved her and walked her through this. And it transformed the church. Those people that left that day were people who were struggling with the same thing and didn't know. You could bring that out to have other people pray for you and love you. They, they thought, I just have to wear my coat the rest of my life. I just I just get comfortable with this. people put things in my cup. Just got to make it through the day. And this little church, this little church now runs all kinds of meetings for people in the community of recovery. And her and my brother-in-law, who's the minister, are leading these groups. People in the church are involved. Because one person decided, Jesus is passing by today and I'm not wasting it. Here's where I want to go with this idea of community. Every day, Bartimaeus had to have, the story doesn't say this, had to have people that would help him get to the side of the road. You know, every day their heart was broken, especially those that cared for him and loved him. I don't know if it was family. I don't know if it do friends. I don't, but they were helping him. and Oh, if we could only do something for Bartimaeus. But they knew they couldn't heal him. Their heart was broken. And I wonder how many times they may have said, Bartimaeus, don't go to the side of the road anymore. Don't go out there and beg. Don't do that. Let's let's figure out something else. Let's get some help. Right? And if you've ever dealt with somebody who in their life, spiritually, go to the side of the road every day, you've tried, oh, let's get you help. Can we do something? Oh, if I could just help them. And you know what? We're helpless. Those friends. Those friends kept bringing him every day. Every day. Every day. Every day. Every day. Till that day Jesus passed by. And he was healed. See, that's what that's what life in the church is about. That's what being in group is about. That's what living in community is about. To be in front of people who love you and who every day, every time we get together, they're t- Taking you back to the roadside. Especially if you're struggling. Saying, Jesus is coming by. Coming by. I can't fix you. Can't stop you from begging. Can't stop you from believing the lie. Just today. Oh, if I could just get a little today. I can present Jesus to you. And what we can't do for each other, Jesus is more than able to do. Jesus is the great physician. Let me ask you, do you hear Him coming by today? Can you hear Him coming by? Or has that just become something that we become deaf to? I say to you, Jesus is coming by today. Our first inclination is going to be, well, I better, I better get my coat and get comfortable. My coat protects me. I don't want anybody to see. I, I, I don't want them to know. I hope Jesus doesn't find out. And Jesus already knows. Saying to you today is this. Jesus is passing by. Well, if you drop your coat, put down your cup, get forgiveness, healing, life, overcoming, and let the church family just love on you and walk with you and move you in the new direction of a new identity. We are not beggars in Jesus Christ. He said that I have come that you may have life, how? Abundantly, I come. You may have life, and have life abundantly to the full. We have a name; our name is Christian, it means Christ-like. So he's passing by. Pass it by. Will you call out? Will you drop the cloak? Put the cup down forever. That is. Not the identity we have in Christ. And live. Stand and sing the invitation song. If that's you. If that's you this morning. He's calling. Come quickly. Let's get the healing we need. Let's sing.